Welcome to the Fearless Pursuits Podcast, where it's that time to slap your doubts and fears around, learn marketing and sales strategies, mindset hacks, and even a little metaphysical thrown in for good measure so you can have a breakthrough to success in your own life and business. I'm Sharon Lee, an online life and business coach and serial entrepreneur for over 25 years. My goal is to share with you everything that I've learned along the way, including the good, the bad, and the ugly. Each week, we'll explore what it takes to reach your goals and dreams and create that financial freedom through online entrepreneurship. If you're ready to dig in, listen in now to today's episode. Ever feel like there are a million things you should apparently be doing to build your business and get clients online as an entrepreneur? Maybe overwhelmed. <laughs> Isn't even making a dent in your roller coaster emotions these days when it comes to wondering if this business thing is ever going to work for you? Do you feel like some days you're not sure what to do or when to do it to get clients online or even how to do all the techie stuff? I guess the beginning of my own journey as an entrepreneur, an online entrepreneur, could have just been unique with seemingly never-ending struggle, to be honest. But I'm guessing you can identify just a little bit, right? Just in case you can relate, I thought that I would share with you exactly what I would do if I had to start all over again as a beginner and make some serious moolah with serious profit within a 90-day to 150-day period. And, you know, there's a lot of this, even as uh, some of you who have been in business may not have heard of, maybe you've heard of it, but you didn't really think it was a good idea. Well, I'm going to break it all down. Are you with me? Okay. Now, I've made a little timeline for you to follow, and that's how I'm going to break this all down. Just a little warning, though. This is one of those how-to type podcasts, so you may just want to go and grab yourself a piece of paper and a pencil to jot some notes down. And don't worry if you're driving, just save the podcast and then come back and you'll be able to take notes then. So please keep in mind that there are many, many ways to go about this, you know, what I'm getting ready to break down for you. But personally, this would be the journey that I would attempt to create right out of the gates, okay? Your offers or prices, you know, those are probably going to vary, you know, because we're all a little different about what we do, how we create products or services, right? And that's totally fine. So here we go. I'm going to start with, of course, week one, because we want to, you know, not eat the whole darn elephant, right? We want to break everything down into bits and pieces so that we can really chunk down what it is that we need to do, okay? So you're ready? So we're going to start with week one. This is what I would do for week one. And this is not the most glamorous, right? Because it 
really doesn't have strategy so much, okay? But we already know that it takes a good amount of, you know, inner work and mindset just as much as it does with strategy. So I'm going to break all this up into the strategies too. But for week one, your values and mission that matter most to you and how do they intersect with a need that is undeniable in the marketplace, okay? So for week one, I would do nothing except obsess over my values and my mission that I'm crazy and passionate about. I would then ask myself how my passion intersects an undeniable need somewhere in the world. Okay, does that make sense? So what we want to do here is we're spending our time thinking about our values and our mission. Why? Well, it has everything to do with you. Get this. Okay, hold on to your hats. Building your business around your lifestyle, around your family, huge. This is really super important because I have worked with so many entrepreneurs who are just burned out because they can't seem to make anything work. I'm working with a client right now, as a matter of fact, um, who specifically hired me for that to help her so that she's not feeling like she's drowning when uh, she wants to take a day off here or there, two two days a week or whatever, right? So, of course, there's going to be some automation that's involved here. Um, but we have to really take a look at how we're designing our life. So this always comes from your values. It comes from the mission that you have as a person and as it's involved in your own business, right? <clears throat> you have to really be able to uh, know what it is that you're passionate about and how it, it's going to relate with um, fulfilling a need somewhere in the world, Okay. So that's, that's really important. I would be taking all kinds of notes on that. I would obsess on doing nothing in my business except for that for the first week. So here's week two and three, okay? This is what I would do in week two and three, okay? I would identify my target market, okay? I would absolutely conduct market research. Now, this is something that a lot of entrepreneurs don't do, they don't do the market research, okay? They just feel like they want to work with everybody. Do some crazy market research for the first two weeks straight, okay? Now, this is the time to obsess over who your target market might be and talk to as many of those people as possible. You could turn it into a game, right? And see how many people you can interview on a daily basis for two weeks straight. That's what I love to be able to do is, is to make things a game. But here are some questions, okay? I know you wouldn't be able to write all of these down. Um, but if you send an email to me, that's Sharon at fearlesspursuits.com, I can send you all of these questions in an email, okay? So there are several of these. So questions are... are are as follows. What is your number one biggest challenge in terms of, and then what you do is you, you insert um, the outcome or the desire that you're hopefully helping them to solve. Okay, so fill in the blank. Maybe it's somebody who has got hormone problems, right? Maybe you're a health coach or wellness coach or something. Um, so what is your biggest challenge in terms of helping people with their hormone problems? Maybe you work with men. Maybe you work with women. Okay. 
And, and here's another one. What is the number one thing you want so badly that you'd pay just about anything for? Okay, in relationship to what you can help them with. Okay, so everything has to do with what it is that you're doing, how you can help people. So if you haven't figured it out yet, this is something for a service-based business. Okay, um, you can definitely mold all of this information into a sales page for a digital product with ease. It wouldn't be any problem at all. You would do the exact same thing if you were writing a book, for example, if you were creating a digital uh, product, um, maybe an online course, you would do the exact same thing. Okay. We're helping people out of a problem. Okay. Number three, what's the most game-changing support or service that you would pay for to achieve all of this? Okay. So, what would be a game-changing support? Um, you know, having someone to talk to, having someone to give you step-by-step -step what, what to do. That might be what it is. Okay, number four, what's the deal breaker? I think this is really important because everybody's got a deal breaker when they're talking about... Um, solving problems like I, I won't I won't sell my soul <laughs> you know I, I won't um, you know do a lot of things that are illicit or illegal in order to achieve what it is I want to achieve I want things you know really bad just like all of you uh, but the deal breaker is I would never do anything illegal or immoral right um, so um, so that was deal breaker. So now you want to ask them what it, what is the deal maker? Like what would seal the deal, right? What would be like so good they couldn't refuse? Like maybe it's pricing or something like that, right? Um, and that this is where you can easily uncover what a good price is for your market and what a bad price is for your market, right? Um, another one would be how much would you invest? See, this is what we're getting to because often it really is pricing that determines whether someone will move forward with something, right? So they've got this big hairy challenge that they want to solve and it's the one thing that they want so badly for, right? And they want someone that they can talk to, um, someone who can hold their hand and tell them exactly step-by-step -step what to do. Um, but, you know, if it's too much for them to invest in, like it's $30,000 or, or something for, you know, a two-month two month service, that might be really difficult for somebody. So you have to find that out. And another question would be, how long would you like the support for? Uh, sometimes even with digital courses or um, other types of courses, they can just go on forever and people get bored. So we have to make sure that you're not really creating something that has too much for people to go for. Even sometimes six months of support might be too much unless someone's like uber invested in their, their business or, or in their health or whatever. We, we have people who have um, personal fitness coaches and they would never live without one. Okay, so something like that, or, or even a nutritionist or something like that. <clears throat> and then finally, the question would be, how would you like the services or the product to be delivered? Do you want it to be in a digital course? Do you want it to be <clears throat> in a video course? Or do you want it to be in person? You know, so you really want to get that consensus. This is where this market research really comes in handy. So you know what to build, right? So this is really important in the first two to three weeks. So I promise you that spending 
two weeks getting inside the head of your ideal client will help you be on your way to becoming an expert at speaking to them and getting to know how to show the value of your passions that can help them help themselves, right, and transform. Uh, all of this information that you're, you're getting now in weeks two and three are really going to come in handy when you're creating your marketing messages and when you're creating your sales pages, uh, books, um, any of your freebies, any of those lead generation type things. Uh, week number four, put together your package, your product, or your service. Okay, so like I was talking about, there's a lot of things that you can be packaging together. You could create a digital course. Um, you could, you know, use it as a lead generation. If you don't haven't done your market research, how do you know what to put on your sales page um, or an actual online course or a book um, or a service, a one-on-one -on -one service or a group coaching program, something like that. Um, we want you in week four to be putting all this together so you can see how you can be moving right along. You can, you can be moving really fast in this process. I know this can feel like it's tricky to do. Uh, you know, so many, many entrepreneurs like to complicate things and they have a gazillion offers, but I suggest keeping it simple and focusing on just one offer, especially one offer at a time. Now we're talking about a 90-day period to a 150-day period. So I definitely recommend that you want to have like a testing period. So you want to test, you know, the grounds and see how profitable this is going to be, okay? Without the market research, you know, you're just kind of throwing spaghetti at the wall. You don't want to be doing that, okay? So just, we're going to keep it simple and we're just going to focus on one offer. And, you know, it's completely up to you, but as a new entrepreneur or even as a seasoned entrepreneur who hasn't followed these steps, I always suggest going for what I call the easy yes, Okay, because we haven't built up that no like and trust factor. Okay, if you can make an offer that doesn't feel too intimidating or expensive to you or your client, and you feel confident and that it's a real great value, then you'll be able to sell it so much more easily, right? Maybe you start with something around the $500 mark. Okay. Um, don't forget that you can always upsell those who invest at that level. You know, maybe you can even start at like a $7 product and then upsell to like $27, um, you know, and then on and on and upsell and upsell, right? <clears throat> it's easy to attract the high-level clients this way before you your brand, uh, you know, might, might even be built up. That's really easy. A lot of people use the, uh, the upsell technique and this is how they can actually get the higher um, higher level clients. So now we're moving into week five. So for 90 to 120 days or so, just promise yourself this is what you're going for. Okay. You really, really need to do this because this is all about goal setting as seriously as like goal setting 101. When you are reviewing and looking at your goal, your, your intentions, then this is how you're going to be able to achieve it. So for week five, promise yourself that um, 
you're you're really going for it, right? You know that this or who you're targeting or what you're offering is going to work, right? So seriously, this is going to be the hardest part, not even joking. You know, even some of the techie stuff can really overwhelm people, but uh, just promising yourself that you're not going to give up for the 90 days. You're not going to switch anything. You're just going to do this for 90 to 120 days. That's the hardest thing. But just make a decision and stick to it. I would go as far as to say that most people's inability to do this part is why they never get any traction. Don't be that time is a strategy and if you you don't fully commit, you know, and for long enough your energy and time will be a waste, okay? That's not something that you really want to be thinking about, right? How are you going to go for it? So you've just got to promise yourself. So now we're going to be doing something kind of consistent here for weeks um, 5 through 16 through 20. So this is quite quite a while. So you can put all of this on your day timer, all of this on your weekly schedule. This would be so easy for you to do. So you want to create like um, four to six pieces of killer content. That's it. I suggest freebies that you can promote you know, maybe um, organically on uh, social media or something like that, okay? Um, Leading up to the last launch that I did, you know, I paid a lot of attention to what my ideal clients were really struggling with, and then I cracked out six killer freebies. So I could see which ones were the winners, okay? Not all of them were, right? So maybe four out of the six kind of seemed really strong, and I ended up growing my list quite a bit. I have a lot of people on my email list, and these people, they open up my emails every single week, okay? And a lot of this was built up in a short amount of time on my last launch, Okay, so obviously this content can and should be based on all of the research you've put your time into, okay? And trust me, you'll see why it's so worth it. You know, remember, as you're, you're creating the content, as you're creating your sales pages and your marketing message, okay? In fact, put together some killer titles, uh, for your freebies and go back and survey your audience again to make sure you're on the money. You'll know when you tell them the title or what that freebie is about and they say, I need that, then you've hit the mark, okay? And then, so, so that was basically step one. So step one in your weeks five through 16 or so, maybe 20, is creating five or six pieces of content. That's step one. So step two is craft a list building plan around the free content that you just created. So this is your email funnel. So this is really important. And let me explain something really quick. You can easily get banned off of social media. That happened to me. It did. I completely am no longer worried about it anymore because I have other ways that I'm creating my own list, my own tribe of people who like my content, right? And this is what you want to do because you can sell better in your list than you can off of social media, for example, okay? So you can use the social media as a medium to help you build 
your your email list, okay? So there are plenty of ways to go about building your online community and list with um, your amazing content too, right? But here are just a few ideas, okay? So you could build a Facebook group. Um, there are even other places like Alignable where you can build a group. Do a Facebook swap with another group owner who shares your ideal client and share your lead magnet to each other's groups. You can also run ads to your group and then share your freebies as a pinned post so that those people who are joining will then be inclined to join your list as well. That worked really well for me. Um, another thing that you can do is find um, JV partners, you know, that's jun the um, joint ventures, okay? And these are who, who are people who are up for mailing each other's list. So it's, it's a swap uh, with your freebies, okay? Uh, another thing that you can do is a webinar. Um, teleseminars used to be really good, but that's not so much anymore. Video is where it's at right now. And uh, so if you are interested in getting in on that, you know, you, you definitely want to start thinking about how you can get on video and feel comfortable on video. Um, another thing, obviously, is to run ads to your freebies. This works super well. Um, and, and your freebies can be like a worksheet, something that helps them to um, really solve a big problem. And you can really build your list fast. So make a plan to figure out uh, the on-ramps onto your list and build for 90 days, okay? So a lot of people think, gosh, I need, I need to make money sooner than 90 days. But, you know, when you're moving around the steps and doing them out of order, you're not building that know, like, and trust factor. And as an online entrepreneur, I want you to understand something. If you're only in this game the last couple of years or maybe just this year, you have to understand that we had some bad apples before us, the scammers, the, you know, the bad guys, and they ruined it for a lot of us. And the thing about it is people are very savvy today and they want to trust you. We have to make sure that we are coming across in a way that is trustworthy. We're, we've been in the game for a while. Like if you've been following me, you know that I've been here for almost 10 years doing the same thing, okay? Um, so this is something that's super important. You definitely want to do this. So number three in weeks five through 16 or 20 is nurture like a mofo. Yep, you nurture, 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 nurture. The good thing is that as you build and share your content, you're already nurturing by sharing great free content that's actually positioning you as an expert and having your, your leads think, hmm, She's a smarty pants. Perhaps I should work with her. <laughs> so, you know, this is, this is what you want to do. But some other good nurturing practices to keep in mind um, are, well, let me give you a list here. So mail your list. You can go two times a week, one time a week, but be consistent, okay? Put it on your calendar. Um, again, now come back to the surveys and continue to pay attention to what your leads have said and continue to say, you know, take their words, take their words 
and your voice and put it into your mailings and show the people that you understand. Don't make offers. Just share advice and interact by asking questions, okay? If you have not built up your know, like, and trust factor and people don't know you very well, then just do this. Don't make offers. Just share the advice and interact. You're building that community up, okay? And then number three, what you can do is get them to follow you online in a bunch of different ways, a bunch of different places, you know, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, YouTube, any of those. Um, those are only the easy free asks, okay? Those are easy for people. We want to be able to build your brand with easy free asks, okay? For example, ask them in your email to come watch a Facebook Live of yours or to like your Instagram feed, okay? Those are super easy, okay? People really do love supporting you, by the way. Uh, that's something that I was just blown away by. Um, if you're giving people free advice, for example, and you've been doing this for quite some time, when you put out those easy free asks, uh, these people will support you. They do. They want to support you. Uh, number four here would be to treat it like a relationship that you're cultivating. <clears throat> and I'm a little bit of a stickler for relationships. Um, I truly believe, a little life coaching here, um, I truly believe that it's really unfortunate our society has created people who have no problem ghosting people, even family members. They just don't text you back. Um, that's a real problem. And we need to be able to start practicing uh, a, this cultivation of relationships and treat people with respect and love, right? Um, now, the next thing that you can do here is be visible in your Facebook group if you have one or if you have another group anywhere else um, or wherever that you're online. Be visible. If it's just that you're on TikTok, then be visible, Every day, a couple times a day, be visible. If you're if you're on LinkedIn, for example, um, it's actually suggested that you're posting between seven and twelve times, and and I know that's a lot, but think about you sharing other your other connections information, their content. That's also uh, posting and it's making you visible because you you can have something to say about it, right? Uh, but I just want you to be visible. This is where you're nurturing, okay? Another p another one is to share a, a killer piece of content once a week. So this can be an online live video or do a webinar. Uh, challenges are still a thing. We can do this once or twice a month, okay? So you can schedule that too uh, so that you're, you're doing live streams maybe on Instagram or... Um, TikTok, something like that. You're just really nurturing. So now he, we've been doing all of this from uh, week five to 16 or so. And that's basically three different steps. Now moving into week 17, you, um, you definitely want to start making an offer. Okay, this is where you know, you've waited long enough. You've built up the no like, and trust factor. People know you. They like you. Um, you've been around for a while. They see you as the person who knows her stuff, his stuff. doesn't matter. Um, now it's time to go for it all in. I'll tell you how, you know, it's so easy 
to make, you know, like a $500 offer, okay? You can just create a six-week sales course or something. I've done this before. And that you, so you can just launch it. That, that's what I did. So it's like a six-week course and just launch it. You could easily offer like um, a three-session package or really whatever you like, just giving you ideas of what you could do, right? And then you just put together a, put together a couple of webinars and then you just offer your course, okay? So whatever your course is, if it's just you know maybe a digital course or it's a three-session package and you know you're just doing a webinar or something and then you just offer your course it's it's really a great way of doing it you could even do like early bird specials um, where you give them an extra week if they um, sign up before x date okay the offer has gotta be a killer and maybe mail your list for five days straight selling each day now a lot of people are worried about the whole idea of, I don't want to come across as salesy, but you have to really understand that you need to be salesy. So what does salesy mean? And I have actually made a podcast on this already, so you definitely want to go and look for that. But I think salesy means something different to everybody. So your idea of salesy might just be somebody who sounds like you use car salesman who's disingenuous. But the truth of the matter is you want to sell. You want to sell because you are creating a solution to people's problems. Okay, so never think about it as you're being salesy by, you know, sending out an email each day, okay? Um, you've got to make it juicy, you know, when you're emailing to people and you've got to have extra bonuses like I was talking about. So see how this is all about building and nurturing and really focusing first on building a relationship with your audience. For me, this was a lost art that thankfully I rediscovered and wow, what a difference it made. So do less better and keep it simple by following all of these steps. So that's what I would do. Super simple. I would love to hear your thoughts. Uh, what you can do is send me an email and let me know uh, what you're doing, what the next steps you'll be taking in your business are. So thank you so much for coming here and listening to today's podcast. I'm Sharon Lee, and I would love for you to leave a five-star review if you got some value out of this podcast. That is the way to help support other entrepreneurs. It's the way to help support this podcast so that more people can listen to this message. All right. I will talk to you next week. This week's episode was jam-packed with great content, and now it's time for you to take massive action. Make sure to schedule your strategy session with yours truly, and also visit fearlesspursuits.com where you can subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, if you found the show valuable, we'd appreciate a five-star rating on iTunes too. Or if you simply tell a friend about the podcast, that helps too. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. This is your fearless online business coach, Sharon Koenig. Thanks for listening. Now go out and be fearless so you can change the world.